Hey everyone, welcome back into the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes, and my name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Dan <laughs> You paused me. I did. Uh, we are not priests, we are not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes. We're talking about our faith, as always. And today I will say, I'm very excited about today's episode. Are you super pumped? Super pumped, because we're going to talk about superheroes. Nice. And how uh, we can all be Catholic superheroes. We sure can. We're called to be. Called to be great. Pope Benedict calls us to greatness. Uh, so we're going to talk about that today. All right. I'm excited about it. Yeah. This is this is more your field. I mean, I dig superhero movies, but I'm not like, I don't geek out on them. Sure. I don't know the lore. Every time I we go and see like a Marvel movie from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. you know they have the, the tag, the end after the credits, something comes back up and it's like an Easter egg for something that's coming up. And I'm and everyone's like, like, whoa, everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> and I, I look at him like, what the heck was that? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, like the whole, I remember after, um, uh, the first part of, the, uh, the, the, the Avengers. Oh, and the Captain Marvel thing. When the Captain fell, Marvel thing like, comes up, I'm like, that? I'm like, that means nothing to me. And you're like, well, it's Captain Marvel's yep. thing. And then he tells oh. me all the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big superhero nerd. Uh, I read a lot of comic books as a kid. I played a lot of superhero video games. Superheroes are just like my thing. I still to this day love superheroes. Uh, I just, I like them. Well, our culture has moved towards just loving them. Well, see, now it's popular to like superheroes. Yeah. I liked superheroes before there was any movies or when there was only bad movies. I think as a kid, I wanted to like them a lot more because sure. yeah, they weren't super cool. I mean, I'm, I'm older than you. I was a right. kid in the 90s. Sure. And... Uh, I but I did buy comic books and I, I was into Spider Man. Um, I I thought I was going to be an artist at some point at, at when when I was like ten years old. I wanted to be like a, like drawing things, but I would I would buy like a Spider Man comic book and I would I, I don't think I traced it, but I would put it right next to it and I would like just try to copy it copy it. Yeah, I still have a couple from from my childhood days. They're not great. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't move into that field because I don't think that's what God was calling me to. But I, you know, I was infatuated with with those superheroes even as a as a kid. Oh yeah, before I, they were popular. Yeah, I've I've been a superhero fan for a long time. I used it in. I remember a couple of years ago, I had to do a. I did like a video skit for my confirmation class that um, we were trying to depict the seven deadly sins, and uh, I used the Batman villains. Like I had a, a Batman villain that represented each oh nice each sin, and then Batman was like representative of Jesus, and we all dressed up and we all decked out in Batman gear and did this little skit. And, Do you remember what they were? Oh yeah, of course. I wrote the whole thing. Um, Hit me with it. Let's, let's see. Uh, let's, it was, let's do it. So it was the the premise of it was like Batman was like God. Uh, he was the one who was uh, the 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 God figure in the, in the skit, and uh, Poison Ivy and Catwoman were lust. Because the the premise of the skit was too is that Robin, Batman's sidekick, he was going. That's off. who I'm going to be in this episode, by the way, because this <laughs> is this is your field. Continue. Uh, is Robin was going off to encounter sin to go find it, and Batman was like, "Don't go looking for it. Like, we'll deal with it as it comes, but don't go out and look for it." And Robin's like, "I'm going to go find it." He's and like, "Holy it. smokes, Batman!" <laughs> yeah, and so he comes running out to you know without Batman, without Jesus, to go and just defeat his sins all by himself. Um, so. He goes and it was like Catwoman and Poison Ivy who are like the, they're always depicted in the comic books as these like beautiful women. They were lust and anger was Bane, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, he's, in the new movies, he's depicted more as like a 
criminal mastermind. You remember him from uh, Batman and Robin? That's that's how it's supposed to be. Where he, really? Oh. Like he would, in the comic books, he was like a professional wrestler who got like this serum injected into him, and then he went like a rage monster. Okay. That's how he's supposed to be. All right. So, conti- continue on. Anyway, so Bane was anger. Uh, let's see. Joker was pride. Right? Yeah, Joker was pride. And... The uh, Gotham PD was sloth because they just let Batman do all the work. All right. Um, greed was the Riddler. Yeah, he's green. He's he green. All the money. And steals money. Yeah. Uh, what are that? What am I? What sins am I missing? Envy. What about Penguin? I don't think he had Penguin. Oh man. Yeah. Envy, I think, was Two Face. Okay. Uh, Two Face. What a cool idea, though. Yeah, but it was just like I don't remember. It was just. It was I test, whole, I'm testing you on yeah, something you did a while back. It was a whole. <laughs> it was a whole big thing where they. The premise of it was that Robin was trying to go out and, and fight sin alone, without Batman, without Jesus, like how we try to deal with our sin in our life without without Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he, and we we had like every time Robin would encounter a sin, like Batman was like in the background, like Hey, I'm here, because we're like when we try to do these things, like God is with us. We just have to acknowledge that He's there, and and you and know that we can't defeat sin on our own we have god to defeat it with god defeated it for us yeah you know um it was was just a cool idea to depict sin for the kids that's like in batman and robin no batman forever from Mm -hmm. like 1996 yeah when chris o'donnell who played robin took he he like took the batmobile and drove off into the city and he was about to get jumped by all those like 90s looking goons yeah and he was in big trouble and then uh who showed up to save him batman, batman. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's uh <laughs> terrible movie um but anyway so like that was just like i've been using superheroes to get back on track i've been using superheroes to try to be involved with faith as much as i possibly could so we had a whole superhero themed night at youth ministry one year um it was really fun so and why not why not reach the kids where they can be engaged, reach them where they're at, reach them. We always say like, reach people with the beautiful. And if and if people are engaged with superheroes right now because it is so um, popular in our culture, that do that. Find creative ways to to speak through that medium to get them excited about their faith. Absolutely. I mean, I'm wearing this T-shirt today. Yeah, this, you probably can't see it on camera. You can't Watch. See it. Turn um, turn it to the camera there. Read, read it to them. Anyways, if you're and if you're not watching, obviously, but it's it's uh, <laughs> it's Jesus. Uh, Jesus is on the shirt and he's sitting with all these different superheroes from popular culture uh, and he's telling them how he saved the world and they're all just sitting there listening to God, listening to how Jesus truly saved the world. And I just thought it was such a cool shirt yeah. um, because it shows that Je- Jesus is our superhero because a lot of the times we as society, little kids dress up, we all, uh, me to this day, we all emulate, like we want to be these heroes. We want to be these superheroes. They're who we look up to. But Jesus is our should be who we look up to. Jesus is our hero. Jesus is our savior. That's who we should be looking for. That's who we should be striving to be like in our life. Um, so I thought it was just like a really cool depiction that these superheroes, these people that everyone looks up to, we're looking to Christ for like, please tell us how to save that world. Yeah. I love that. You um, know, and these so, are, and this is like, it's like Superman, Batman, Batman Spider-Man, yeah. Iron Man. These are like the pinnacle figures. Uh, black, we're mixed. We're mixing the, universes here. Well, because God is, God is, a God is of all universes. Yeah, there you, know? you go. Uh, the flash is reading the Bible. And yeah. And they're all like, Hmm. They're, yeah. you know, cause they're the ones that we look to in our popular culture, but yeah. they're all looking to Christ because he has the, all the answers. Exactly. He is, he is the ultimate savior. Right. So I just thought it was a cool shirt. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so let's say, like, go off topic a little bit. 
If you could have a superpower, what would be your superpower? Oh, man. I always come up with weird things because... Yeah, <laughs> you do. People stop asking me these kind of questions because everyone's like, "I'd have, I'd have the power of flight or invisibility," and like right. that's what everybody says. I'm like, um, it probably has something to do with hearing, honestly, because it music. Perfect pitch. <laughs> that is like a superpower. You you know about perfect pitch now. Yeah. I told you all about that. That's it. I that's my that's my superpower because that really is kind of um if i could have and here's the deal uh people that have perfect pitch if you guys miff, missed the episode uh, where we talked about it it's a it's really a superpower where you have it or you don't you you kind of learn it when you're from a baby up until one year old is mm-hmm. is the window when you can you when your ears develop it your brain develop it develops it you have the opportunity to when it, when there's any note played your brain just knows what note it is you're like that's a b flat that's an a obviously you have to be trained to know that those are right. notes but your brain just knows hearing it even if you like hit a glass your brain would be like that's an e that little out of tune e whatever but um often they take it for granted because they, they've had it their entire life sometimes it can even be a hindrance I think it would be interesting uh, as a superpower to have it now that I've never had it my entire life, but also be able to turn it off or on. Well, it's funny because we, we talk about that, like the, uh, some powers being a hindrance. Cause you, you hear that in like a lot of the origin stories of these superheroes, like before they could learn to control their powers, like Cyclops, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Cyclops, he's just like, Bleh! or like someone that has super strength. They like, Every time they land, they like create a crater in the ground and stuff like that. Yeah, every Superman movie, well, the the recent ones, he makes so much damage everywhere he goes. Yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. like, oh, he saved the city. Yeah, well, he destroyed. Yeah, he it. destroyed the economy because there's 1.2 trillion dollars in damage. So great and job, Superman. They're, but they're always like, conveniently, they everyone left the city right before this big yeah. battle with the super. Of course, good for them. Good know. evacuation by our first responders. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this giant crater. Right, then how about this? We'll change the question because Jesus, when he was did his ministry, he formed a team of his disciples. You know, they were they were kind of the Avengers of the day to go out and evangelize. Mm. Um, so if you could pick like a team of three popular superheroes, who would be on your team? I can mix universes. Yeah. Ma- ma- uh, everything goes. If you want to, I feel like Superman if you doesn't pick, count. Like, if you want to pick like the tick, go ahead. <laughs> Dude, I love that show when I was a kid. I feel Superman, like Superman has to be off the table because you su- can't have this. You, Superman, he's Mr. Powerful and you can't have Jesus cause he's ultimate win. So no Jesus, no Superman pick three superheroes. Um, I already got mine. Probably Iron Man. Okay. Because not only like his super, he has so much money and resources to do whatever. Sure. Uh, Iron Man, I'm looking at your shirt for cues no. too. <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Daredevil because we were talking about good Catholic superheroes. Daredevil he, is Catholic. Uh, he's Catholic and he's troubled Catholic for sure. Yeah. But uh, trying to find somebody that's that's Catholic, um, and uh. I like Captain America because he, he represents all that is good. Um, yeah. You know, just p- absolutely pure good. There's so much blurred lines in our culture and even yeah, in our he movies. Is, he is just good. He's absolutely good. That's why he can hold the shield. Yeah. One yeah. of one. And of, that's also why he got Thor's hammer in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, that's he why was he ultimate could, good. Right, exactly. Yeah, he was the epitome of good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, that's a solid team. Yeah, it was, it was stand kind of standard guys because I'm like looking at your shirt and I, yeah, and I, and I don't know so much. Mine about are also. Stand like popular. Okay. I would have uh, I'd have Batman, my heart and soul. I wasn't gonna choose that because I know that's yours. Batman's my guy. Um, Wolverine is a little unorthodox, a little unpredictable. Yeah, a little little wild card right there. But he's cool. He has cool powers. Um, and then I would pick uh, Spider Man. 
Okay. Spider-Man's good. What about... And he's quirky. <laughs> who's your favorite Spider-Man? Who's my favorite Spider-Man? Yeah, in the movies. Like, are we talking about the movies? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. The newer ones. I did. I do like the old Tobey Maguire movies. I don't like the Andrew Spider-Man, Garfield. I don't like the Spider-Man Andrew Garfield 3. ones. Yeah. I saw Spider-Man 3 by myself in the theater, which is weird. I see movies by myself sometimes. Uh, I'll probably be seeing more by myself when I move down to Orange County. Yeah. Oh, um, sad. I know. But I saw Spider-Man 3. What a weird movie to see by yourself. And then like, that was so dumb. The weirdest part is he'd never seen one or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you got your team. I got my team. Uh, anyway, so just I just thought it was interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking about, I, my mind's all over the place. Sure. When you were saying about like Superman making craters as he like lands and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember that movie with Will Smith? Uh, was it Han- Hancock? Hancock. Uh, yeah. Like they actually they they, they addressed fun at it they addressed that. They'd be like, "Bro, are you kidding me? I just like, like we just now have to repave the road." <laughs> and he has to like learn how to like land like appropriately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Super funny. Um. Uh. Anyway, so but like okay, so we're talking about these superheroes and these the and. The world and the culture is moving towards this, you know, it's a superhero world now. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is the most popular thing on the planet. And uh, these are the examples a lot of people have. Their costumes, kids are wearing, uh, video games, everything. But how can we be superheroes? How are we called? How is Christ calling us to be a superhero in today's in today's world? Right. You know, um, we, we can all be superheroes. We might not have... We did a post on this on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, check us out, Two Catholic Dudes. Um, but about, uh, I think it's what, Luke Luke chapter 12, 48, fo- verse 48. Verse 48. Yeah. You kind of have to, you know, sneak in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's essentially the quote of, with great power comes re- great responsibility. And it's God saying, with those that have much much more will be asked of you. Exactly. You know? Right. And and it goes back to, like I quoted Pope Benedict earlier in the episode, you are called to be great. And that's a difficult, that's difficult. Being, right. being great is difficult. And uh, I, I, I like that quote, the, the with great power comes great responsibility, because we do have great power. We are made in the image and likeness of God. You know, we, we have that, we are called to be living examples of Jesus. And that's a, that's a tough that is a tall task. Right. It's not easy. And we but we might not have shields and hammers. We might not have super strength or millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. My, my friend uh when when you ask him the, the question about what superpower would would he want, he always goes uh, or no, what superhero would you be? Um, he says Batman. He goes, he's got millions Batman, of dollars. millions of dollars. He has all the money. And you go, "Oh, you can't be Batman. That doesn't count." And he goes, "Okay, Iron Man." The yeah. same thing. <laughs> Um, but let's not get me started on Batman because people go, he's not really a superhero. He has no powers. I will destroy you. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but okay, so we don't we, we don't have those things probably right. Um, but <laughs> but we do have the power within us to do good every single day, yeah. and it can be in the smallest of things, and and most often that's when the the biggest change can happen in the little small things that you do every single day. I think one of the greatest superpowers that we all have that we don't really look at as a superpower is the power of free will. That we can all choose to be good every day. We can choose to help each other. We can choose to love each other. We can choose to be kind. We can choose to help those in need. Like that is a power that we take for granted sometimes. Right. God could be forcing us to say, all right, everyone just live just a do good. perfect life. Just do good all the time. But that's not love. That's not true love. Right. And so he gives us that free will free will and we have 
that opportunity to do good on our own. Right. That's a superpower right there. That's exactly that's beautiful because you know we all have this one. We all have our life, and we can choose to to follow God and do what God asks us, or to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they always say that like they there was always a, a quote that we would talk about when we were kids. We would play superheroes. It would be like, oh, would you be a superhero or a supervillain? You know, because uh, sometimes the supervillains are are cool. They look cool. They have cool powers, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like it's always something that. Uh, one thing that I always loved about superheroes, though, when it like the, the big difference between a superhero and a supervillain, is a superhero always had persistence and perseverance. They never gave up. Uh, a lot of times, when there's a supervillain, they've already like most of the times in these movies or these comic books, there's a time where you think the hero's done. Mm-hmm. He's lost. Well, it's a format, you know, in movies and like when you're in your wrestling. But sure. There's there's arcs to it, like storylines, right? Of course. And so to grip our uh, our full emotion, right? We have to think that there there's, there's a moment of defeat. There's a moment of defeat, and the the supervillains are going to win, right? But, but and but we have that as well in our Christian faith. Mm-hmm. There was a moment of defeat. Jesus died, mm-hmm. and. All of his disciples, they're like, "That's they're it, like, hang it up, we're this done." Sucks, yeah. Lock ourselves in the room, and we're not coming out because they'll get us next. The two were walking out of Jerusalem. They're yeah. like, "See ya, yeah. our, our savior, our savior's He's dead. Done. That's it." But you know, but God, then you know, at the you know, He came, He, he showed, He did ultimate move, uh, ultimate hero, ultimate savior, save defeats death, defeats What's, the ultimate villain of death. Yeah, you know. So, what's that part of the of the wrestling match you call it when you come back? The comeback. It's, it's just the comeback. Yeah, it's called the comeback. <laughs> All right. Well, sometimes you have weird creative names, yeah, but no, it's called the comeback. It's just the comeback. Yeah. All right. So yeah, God yeah. came back, and everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh man!" So like that, and that happens, and that's gonna happen to us in our life too. We're gonna have moments of defeat where we think, "I can't, I can't live this way. Mm-hmm. I can't be this hero. I can't be this this disciple of God." And it's too difficult. Um, but that's when God calls us to to persevere to push through, to be the hero, to be that greatness that he's calling us to be, to be those superheroes. Absolutely. I think that's when we're called to be those Catholic superheroes. Uh, to when it's the most difficult to hold to the faith, we we hold to it and be that example for everyone else. Exactly. Um, but, and, but then, as that quote says, when you're on the opposite side of the spectrum and you're feeling great and you're feeling super powerful, you feel like you're holding Captain America's shield, mm-hmm. you're whipping around Thor's hammer, you can do more. You can do so much more, uh-huh. and God's going to throw super villains at you uh-huh. because he knows you now have that power to handle it, Right. you know? And so much more will be asked of you, Yeah. and you're going to have to step up to that call and be that superhero that God is calling you to be. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, and on the topic of uh, it, this of this note of it's not always easy to be to be that hero, to, to, to be that good, strong Catholic to, to follow God when it's, you know, cause I, I was talking to my teenagers about this, you know, my youth group just the other day. And we were talking about how nowadays not following God, like being, being someone that, that just that turns away from God. And especially when the high school teens, they suffer with like the party scene and reputation and popularity. I would argue that doing all that stuff is the easy route. That's the easy oh, absolutely. Road. You know, like that's not even Bishop Barron had a homily once that I was in an event at. And he said that if you actually want to be rebellious, because back in the day doing like, like 
smoking or doing drugs or whatever. Like that was like we were being rebellious, right? Like that was like the oh, I don't want to. I'm gonna go against what everyone says. I think nowadays, and Bishop Barron said this in his homily, following God is being rebellious. That's ca- that's counterculture. Hundred percent. That's counter what everyone else is doing. That's counter what everyone says is you're supposed to do. Even more so right now. It yeah. always has been a little bit, but it before you know. Uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago, the culture was to be Christian and Catholic. And in this world of this, this ever growing population of the nuns, as Bishop Barron keeps talking about, Mm -hmm. it is counterculture to be Christian and it's hard. And it's the opposite thing that the culture is pushing towards. And it's a challenge and you're going to be called to do difficult things. Yeah. And I I would say that I, so I think that a lot of the times is is turning away from God is the easy route because that's, just what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling the teenagers. I'm like, I think that's the easy route. Caring about popularity and your reputation, everything else, and just to fit in and not making anyone uncomfortable or not being like, uh, I don't want to be too religious or anything like that. Like that's that's taking the easy way out. When God calls us not to 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 be great. And sometimes being great means being uncomfortable. Right? A lot of these superheroes we talk about, their stories were stories of being uncomfortable. When they became becoming these heroes was a difficult journey for them. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you've, you've seen now that they've been able to develop the MCU, yeah, and you got to see origin stories of pretty much all these characters. Yeah, um, uh, the other universe with uh, DC, DC, they didn't do such a great job with that. Nope. <laughs> uh, what do you, What do you think about uh, about the DC movies? Uh. <laughs> I know you love Batman, but like, wow. The Christopher Nolan directed Dark Knight oh, yeah, and The Dark yeah. Knight Rises. Those are incredible Phenomenal. movies. The Dark Knight is probably my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Um, uh, but like... Wonder Woman was Wonder actually Wonder Woman pretty, was actually awesome. That was good. Um, but like Justice League... Justice League was the worst One thing. of the worst movies I've ever seen. That um, movie... Okay. <laughs> that movie was just... An, it was two hours of an explanation of why the Justice League is needed... Unless Superman Superman's is around, the, unless Superman's the bad guy, <laughs> like, and then they all got destroyed, and then Superman snapped out of it. It was like he, Superman comes in, he's like, he's running faster than the Flash. He's like, I got this. Yeah, and he like, runs back. He's like, settle down, guys, take a break. He's just like buried everybody else's. Like, there's no need for anybody else because all they got is you. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was it was bad, and I didn't really love Aquaman. Oh, that was awful. Um, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm not a big. The thing about I, I've been Bam. watching a lot of um, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos mm-hmm. and there's this one channel I watch they talk a lot about VFX artists yeah um, and VFX in movies and everything and how VFX has come so far and we can do all kinds of special effects um, that we couldn't do and we would always have to do practical practical effects but okay. like for some reason it doesn't feel real or right or it just looks weird and. Um, you know, why, why is that happening? And they, obviously they use so much of it in all these movies, especially these superhero movies with all this action. Right. Um, but they were looking specifically at like Jurassic Park, the original and why that still looks great compared to the new Jurassic Park. Did you see the brand new one? Yeah. 
not not so great. bad but like the oh like a, like an animatronic dinosaur versus like used, a completely digitally made yeah, dinosaur yeah yeah they had a real like a real dinosaur that they made like that t-rex scene with the kids in the yeah in the it's car. a real dinosaur it's a real dinosaur coming in so like these kids are probably actually terrified and they're they're really acting but you can like feel that and and uh the way the light hits this real thing you can our brains understand that but then when they just create it all in uh, in post right the, it's not 100% right Plus the actors are acting to like some dude in a green suit going, ah. um, But it's it's a mess And so like that carries over into the superhero movies And like But a lot of times they don't have the budget To even finish it on time sure. They're like hey we got two weeks to finish this thing But like whatever you guys can do Get it out there And Aquaman I think Was one of those cases where it's like Wasn't great It was, it was real bad But you know it is what it is You know they're entertainment So you know not gonna like everything yeah, but let's. I want to something that's the. I think I mentioned it before. I want to go back to Superman for a second, um, because something that uh, that Superman does that I think we're all called that like they're, that's big. I'll use Superman, but every superhero they have this secret identity, right? And it's they don't want anyone to know that they're that they have this incredible power, that they're that they're fighting for good. And, you know, in comic books, it's, oh, they were trying to protect the ones they love from the evil and da-da-da-da and things like that. But I think that many times us as Catholics, we kind of do that. Um, we we kind of mask ourselves, especially uh, young this the younger group, is it's easy to be at church one way, but out in the regular world, it's... They pop on you, their you, glasses. Yeah, you pop on those glasses, you straighten up your tie, and you don't want anyone to know. Because sometimes... You know, when Superman's out in his, you know, underwear outside the tights and his cape, and it's pretty obvious, like, wow, that guy is Superman. He's like, got, you, bro, you're wearing like, your underwear yeah, like, outside like, the pants. You look a little funny, right? You're in a funny costume. And sometimes maybe we feel like that'll be us. If, if I outwardly express my faith, people look at me like, oh, this guy with this you know, holier than thou, or he's overly spiritual, or he's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we may get those those uncomfortable looks, you know? But I think that we are called to not be afraid, to not be afraid to live in our truth and live in that we are our identity is in Christ. You know, un- unbutton that shirt. Show that. Show your symbol. Take off your glasses. There's no more phone books. So yeah, yeah. Just find a <laughs> find a good place to change. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and live in your truth. <laughs> or phone booth. What I say? Phone phone, phone booth. Books. There is phone books. There's phone books. Uh, phone booths. There's phone no more booths. phone booths. Right. Um, but live in your truth. You know, live in your truth. Mm. Live in your greatness. Live who you are called to be. You're called to be a hero. You're called to be super powerful for God. Um, but you have to be willing to, to live that life outwardly. Uh, that's been the theme of, of a lot of our podcasts lately is living your faith outwardly. And I think that that's, um, don't take the easy way out. All right. So real quick, I just want to talk a little bit about some of the characters, uh, that are in MCU or in DC, comic book characters that are Catholic or Mm -hmm. have Catholic values or that they're you know, it's centered around churches and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I always, I always loved, uh, Nightcrawler just cause I think that's a really cool power to, uh, teleport, to teleport like that. Also scary. I don't know if I would want that because he even talks about, he it. has he's to like, see where he's going. He has to see where he's going. Or he right? can end up inside of a wall or something. Or like, yeah, yeah. Like, that would be bad, bad news. Um, but he is straight up. He's like the most Catholic. He's a devout Catholic. He was like a priest in one of the comic angles. He yeah, becomes a priest. He becomes a priest in one. Um, he was like a seminarian, um, when they find in X Men Two, the movie X Two, when they find him, he's in an abandoned church, mm-hmm. and he has like uh, he has uh, tattoos on his body depicting every saint. Wow, 
Um, yeah, he's a very the Nightcrawler character is a very devout Catholic. I think that's really cool, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Marvel does a very good job. I, I heard maybe that one or two of the creators of Marvel were Catholic, and so there's a lot of Catholic values mm-hmm. that are throughout um, the comic books and everything. And I think there's uh, remember the old X Men cartoon, like from the '90s. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think there's an episode where Nightcrawler actually evangelizes with. Oh, uh, he takes Wolverine to mass. He takes him to mass. Yeah. yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, he takes Wolverine to mass because Wolverine needed it. He definitely needed it. Um. So yeah, Nightcrawler's uh, one of my favorites. Um, I think. Yeah, uh, and then Daredevil, Daredevil we talked about before. I mean, I watched the whole Daredevil Daredevil series. I love that show; it's really cool. And he's obviously deeply flawed. He he, but he, as are we all. You know, he grew up Catholic in the orphanage that uh-huh. he was raised in, and so in the series, uh, he's often in confession, and um, the priest that that kind of helped raise him is his mentor and his. Right his confidant and everything. And so a lot of the series takes place in that church. So that's really cool. And then another one, a little, this is a uh, more comic book and there's no movie or anything is the Huntress. Okay. What Um, what does she do? She's like, like, uh, it's like a monster hunter, vampire hunter. Oh, like Van, uh, like, like, Van, female, like, Van, Van, like Van female Van Helsing is right. what she is, you know. That's and Van, cool. you know, Van Helsing, he's not really a superhero, but like, uh, I think there's a couple other that we looked at that are that are like actually main Catholic uh, figures. <laughs> but the the interesting thing about it is a lot of them are like demonic looking. Like Nightcrawler looks like a demon. Yeah, they're depicted as demons, like how they look, but they're Catholic themselves. Yeah. Um, interesting little tidbit. Yeah, um, I don't know. But I think it's I think it's really great. I think MCU does a good job of throwing. Um, those Catholic values into the comics. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, there's, there's probably a whole bunch more. And if we dived in and really did our research <laughs> instead of just jumping into this, we could probably find all kinds of, uh, right. examples of not only Catholic superheroes, but times that, uh, people were Christ figures in these movies and mm-hmm. comic books. And that really exemplified our, our cath our Catholicism in these series. Right. You know? Well, another thing that's going on right now with the superhero world is we talk about these superheroes or these examples. It's popular culture nowadays, but there's a lot of like, uh, what do you call them? Uh, like anti-heroes, mm, right? Yeah. They're, they're the they're the characters that kind of flirt with the line. Yeah. Uh, the the most popular one right now is like Deadpool. Sure. You yeah. Know, Deadpool. He's like comic relief, but like Deadpool's like a hero who's trying to do the right thing. But like he does in his own way. He does whatever he, he wants. Really he kills a, whoever he wants. Kills whoever he wants. He does whatever he wants. But he's like labeled as a hero. Yeah. Um, or uh, what's his name with the with the with all the guns? Punisher. Uh, Punisher? The yeah. Punisher. I I thought that was a really good show too. But again, there's there's really blurry blurry lines. Um, well, and and that's a big reason why like Batman is one of my favorite heroes, because the reason being is. Uh, in ninety percent of the comic books that Batman's in in the movies is Batman lives by a code. Like Batman will not kill. He does not use guns. Like he won't do it. Like mm-hmm. even the most evil villains in the world, like he won't kill them. Like he just he, he he's catches always, them again. He's always he putting locks. Joker in jail. Yeah. Joker Joey, always gets yeah. away. Yeah. Like but their that, favorite Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but he lives by that code. And you know, we as Catholics, you know, we we kind of live by a code. We live by the Ten Commandments. We live by what God calls us to do. We we are asked to live a certain way and to like certain. Things are important to us, and we we are supposed to hold those true values. So I always resonated with Batman. That's why he was one of my favorites. Because like, uh, and and you could tell that like sometimes it's difficult. Like it's sometimes it's hard. What we were saying earlier to to live the way God is calling you to live. It's not going to be. He was easy like, road. it'd be so much easier just to shoot yeah. this guy. And but it, he's like, oh man, I have to do all this extra stuff. Exactly. Um, but I. But like, it's he the right thing to do. But he couldn't do it. He wouldn't break his code. He yeah, would yeah, Break yeah. what he believed he was doing. What was right is. And it's, 
You and know, it's dangerous when we start to blur those lines and mm-hmm. become more like characters like Deadpool or the Punisher. And I think, and, and the, the interesting thing about all these movies is those are like really popular movies and yeah. TV shows. Um, and those, and kids are resonating mm-hmm. with those characters. Right. You know, I'm sure kids are always going to still like Batman and the main superheroes, but like they're really resonating with those quote unquote antiheroes. Right. And even if you look at villains, Mm-hmm. It's become more of a theme. Like before, like villain villains were emphatically bad. You didn't know why they were doing the bad things that they were doing. You didn't care. They just wanted to blow up the world or take over the world or whatever it was. Um, but you didn't empathize with them. And like, look at again, Avengers. The, there was two parts. The first one what was it called Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War. Um, they really made you feel for Thanos and feel that like in his movie. In, in his own in world. His story, he's the hero of his book. Of his book and his story, he's the hero. He's not doing anything bad. Yeah. Um, and we and we felt like we could empathize with him. Right. Um, and, you know, where what is that what is that saying to our kids? It makes for interesting stories, don't get me wrong. And, right. and I think that's one of the reasons why that movie was great. But um, what what are these kids learning lessons from, from uh, being able to empathize with characters like that? Now, in the second movie... He was teetering over that line of like, is he doing the right thing? Is he doing the wrong thing? And then all of a sudden he was just like, I'm a horrible, terrible. Just kidding. I'm evil. Just, yeah, I'm a terrible villain. Right. And I think that happens more often than not when you flirt with the line. Right. Right. You know, like if you're if you're like I'm on the line of and, and you lean more towards the the I can be bad. I can be bad, but still be good. I'm accomplishing good by doing bad yeah, things or, or something like, like that. Or like when. Where it worries me, like, like I'll go back to like when I talk about teenagers or when I talk about people. It's like, like Saturday night, like I can do it. I can be, I can party or I can be uh, promiscuous or I can be whatever. Like it's fine because I'm still gonna go to church on Sunday and I'm still gonna wear my cross and necklace. But if you're flirting with that line, it's it, more often than not you're gonna fall on the other side mm-hmm. and you're not gonna land on the side over here where Christ is calling you to be. You're gonna land on the other side, and we saw that in that in the, the, with Thanos as being that example of, yeah, Thanos I, I, in the movie. You're like, oh man, like he's maybe he's got a point. Like he's trying to help the world or the universe, but then at the end of it, he was just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm killing these people out of spite because I want to. Yeah, you know, and um, it, it, you know, so. It, it, he floated with that walking, line. Walking he, that he walked line, that yeah. line and, and ended up. Um, and so we're, yeah, we're not saying because we. I think Thanos uh, is evil. That's what we're trying to say. But yeah, I, I love Deadpool and all those movies. They're really fun and they do a great job with them. But like you know, kids especially, they're very susceptible to um, to to the culture and like. I think it's just a matter of you know, speaking uh, us watching the movies. I think we need to pray and say like, um, you know, is this something that. Uh, is is helping me in in my faith life, in my prayer life. Let's pray to God and say, okay, no, this is just something separate. I'm going to push that aside. But like kids can really resonate within it. So I think it's a matter of like talking with them and debriefing. Yeah, and I think that it's 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 we have to remember above everything else that we were designed, we were created to be good. When in the beginning, when God made the heavens and the earth, when He made us, when He made man in His own image, He said, "In it is good." God has declared us good. So anytime we're going against what God is calling us to do, we're going against our original design, which is why it feels we don't feel as fulfilled when we're going against God because it it's against what we're designed to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that I, I'll go back. It's not really a superhero reference, but like go I go into like Star Wars, okay? Um, I don't know how 
fanboy you are with Star Wars in comparison to I, I, me. I, I know some stuff. But Anakin is thinking that by doing this bad stuff, he's going to help his wife. And then all of a sudden he gets a lust for this power. And then like this this anger and everything, it leads him to just to the darker and darker and darker. And then he becomes Darth Vader, mm-hmm. right? But like the the beautiful part of that movie is like Luke, his son, is always like, there's good. You're still good because Rick, you were made good. Like you are good. Deep down, you're good. Yeah. You know, and it, that that redemption story of then Darth Vader then is able to come back and save his son in the end, and 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 he realizes his goodness towards the end at exactly. the end of, of Return of the Jedi. But like, so like we are made to be good, and we need to have less people glorifying like the the heroes the like the, 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 the Deadpool's and those guys, correct. and more of like people going out be Captain America. And that's great because again, we are all deeply flawed. People, that's in our nature. We mm-hmm. are flawed, but we are made to be good. And so, look at other characters like Iron Man, who is—I mean, he talk about deeply a, flawed. Talk about, but talk about like a Christ-like ending for um, it's that sacrifice. It's that the sacrifice put, that he, he made. Put, yeah. And so, again, deeply flawed character, mm-hmm. and we are all deeply flawed. Like that, I think, but we're all called to move towards someone like Captain America, who is just wholeheartedly, absolutely good. And you know, I think that's wonderful that that in the end, Iron Man made that sacrifice and mm-hmm. ex- exemplified those Christ-like, um, you know, uh, uh, duties to uh, uh, sacrifice himself for all of mankind. That, that's if we're talking about Christ-like examples in movies. There's one. There's the biggest one right there. But so even though he was flawed, he was able to make that ultimate uh, choice of of good. Well, I, I love. There's there's a, there's there's my nerdness is going to come out here a little bit, but in the movie Civil War, when Iron Man and, and Captain America uh, are fighting, they both say a line to each other that they end up. It's like a prophecy of, about a flaw about each other mm-hmm. that ends up getting fulfilled in the in the in, in Endgame. And it's uh, Captain America or uh, Iron Man says to Captain America, "Everything special about you came out of a bottle," because he was you know he was made into the super soldier. Yeah, but. When the the hammer of Thor right chose him because he was good, it wasn't because he was a superhero. It was because of who he was as a person, right? It was because who who he was created to be, right? So we're all what special. a cool moment that, movie, he, he, that that part of that movie. Oh was yeah, like, it was the uh, highlight of the movie. But that that like that's us. Like we are made good. Like we are made to be great. Like we 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 are we are good. We just have to to choose to be. Choose it every day. Choose yeah, you be, can you know? get injected with whatever. You yeah, can, you can get. Don't take drugs, people. But yeah. like, <laughs> you can, you can, you can receive superpowers and everything. But uh, these gifts that, that it, are given, it, it's who you are in in here. You can who, choose to do the good things with them, or you can choose to do bad things. Yeah. You could become a supervillain if you choose to do that. You could become an antihero if you choose that, or you can become a true superhero if you, right. if you choose. Exactly. And that scene of him, like when Iron Man said that everything's special about you came out of the bottle and in in that movie when he gets the hammer it's like no like he this this would have happened whether he was a superhero or not yeah uh and then on the flip side uh captain america says to iron man like you won't make the hard choice when the time comes you know because he's saying like you're selfish Mm -hmm. and then iron man uh and and the coolest part is um Iron Man, like it, it, there's a scene with Doctor Strange where he like he always knew what yeah, he had yeah, to, he yeah. knew he what had he had the, to do the one the one choice. Yeah. So he always had the backup plan in that glove that if Thanos got it, 
it, Iron Man could get it in, in, immediately. Right. He knew that he could get it. Like there was always it was always the plan. You know, it wasn't what he wanted to do, but he knew that he had to do he it. He had to do it. And that scene of like you know, I, I mean, look at look boom, at look at Jesus in the garden crying like, Lord, if there's another way. If, yeah, if there's another way, but God, it, it, I almost think that that's that's God. There's, there's, there's one. It, 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 we were holding up one finger right now. If yeah, you're listening. there's there's, there's the, the one way. This the is it, way. and he and he goes, "Your will be done. Yeah, Your will be done." That 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 symbolism there, uh, uh, leading us back to Christ. You it's know? beautiful, and, and that, like so, like that, and that's the crazy thing is we look at all these superheroes and like, you know, like like wow, like look at all these amazing things, like and, and Iron Man, I love you three thousand. I I I'm, I I sacrifice myself for the world. Like that's our God, everybody. Yes, we have all these awesome superheroes and all these awesome movies and all these awesome things, but we have that God. We've had that God for 2,000 years. That All of those incredible things that these superheroes are, that's, our, that's the God that we love. That's Jesus Christ. He is all of those things. He takes the infinity gauntlet. He snaps his fingers and he saves the world. He is worthy. He makes you worthy to grab that hammer, to, to live in that faith. Like that, that is our God. That is our faith. Jesus is the superhero of this world. Uh, he is the example for all of us to follow. He is the the ultimate way and the truth and the life that he claim, that he says that he is. Um I got, so, I, got, I got fired up there. That's amazing. So look to that example. He is our ultimate superhero, just like his shirt right here. Mm-hmm. All these amazing superheroes are looking to Jesus. So look to Jesus in your lives, but use that as an example to be the superhero of your particular story. Choose to be good every day. Choose that ultimate good so that you could pick up that hammer when that if that opportunity came around that you would be worthy to pick up the hammer. Yeah, because God calls you worthy. God calls you worthy, but you have to choose God every day. You have to choose to run to Jesus every day. You have to choose to be more like him every day because God has already anointed you worthy. You have to choose now. You have to use that that superpower of free will to choose God every day. Wow. Yeah. Guys, let's go out and be superheroes. I am fired up about this episode. I am super pumped. pumped. Hashtag super pumped. That's, that's our, our superpower. That's our super pumped. Hashtag. Well, wait, wait, wait. What was your superpower? You asked me. I forgot to ask you. Oh, what was my superpower? Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're wraps. We, we made all the points we wanted to make. Uh, I would probably say super strength. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I know it's basic, um, but I uh, I don't know. I just, I've, right, always so want, I got the, I've always wanted to be strong. I got the perfect pitch thing. Danny's going basic with super strength. That's cool, man. You do you. Yeah. Why don't you guys comment in, tell us what your superpower would be, get creative, yeah. or be basic whatever you want to do we won't judge you uh but comment in let's keep this conversation going because we love reading your comments we love reading all of your thoughts uh sometimes it takes us a little bit to get to them but we do read them all and we We can't thank you enough for all of those thoughts comments and support Uh, if you want to be a real superhero for us please consider uh being a patron and helping us out financially on patreon it does help us a ton especially with all the transition we're going through with our new podcast we're gonna have a new setup real soon and uh, we got a lot of different things we're going on. So if you if you feel the you can do that and you'd like to help us, we'd greatly appreciate that. And uh, follow us on Instagram, like Ryan said. And if you have any interest in in having us come out, uh, or uh, Ryan does music, I do speaking. Anybody uh, out there that is interested in having us on retreats or anything like that, please shoot us an email, message us on Instagram, whatever. Two Catholic Dudes at gmail.com. Instagram yeah. underscore Two Catholic Dudes. 
yeah. Facebook find us. We throw we throw our uh, Tuesday thoughts up every Tuesday. We throw Psalm of the Week every Wednesday. We are putting stories up. Interact with us. We love chatting with you. Awesome. All right. And uh, I think that's it. Go out. Be superheroes, you guys. Let's do this together. And uh, we will see you soon. Peace. Peace.